Welcome, welcome to the Star Monroe Show. Each week I dive into topics such as reinvention, confidence, relationships and libido in midlife. Today I want to talk to you about one of my favourite all-time topics. Drum roll, please. I wonder if you can guess what it is. It's gonna be a topic all about sleep. I don't know whether he was expecting that or not. But over the years, I have realized that I am a woman who needs her sleep. Now, I'm not sure if you track yourself, uh, you keep a note of how you are moving through the world. So let me dive into this first. And then that will segment me beautifully into sleep and why sleep is so important in perimenopause, menopause and beyond. So I have been tracking myself for over 15, 17 years. What do I mean by that? I have a little warm calendar always near me. It's very simple. And what I do every single morning when I wake up, I I log in how I'm feeling and I do it just with like uh, happy, okay, ecstatic, sad, down, whatever I'm feeling that day, I write it down on the calendar. Now, when I've imparted this wisdom onto my members inside the membership club and also my one-to-one clients, they're like, I don't know how I feel. And I'm like, this is the reason why you need to track yourself because your job especially as you're moving through midlife, is to know your emotional state. I'm going to say that one more time. Your job is to really know and embody and sit in your emotional state because however you are feeling, it's going to skew your day. So this is the reason why I always track my emotional state because then I know how I'm going to, the lens I'm going to be looking out to in my world that day. So say I wake up a little bit grumpy, then I know everyone's going to be a fucking dickhead. They're not a dickhead. But I'm going to be looking at everyone like a slightly dickhead. Everyone's going to slightly annoy me. I know I need to kind of, on those days, take extra special care of myself and maybe squirrel myself away from people that wind me up. So emotional state, that's what I track on my calendar. I also track my sleep. Um, I have an aura ring, O-U-R-A, aura ring. And I bought it specifically because it's an amazing tracker and it tracks my sleep, lets me know how much deep sleep I have, REM sleep. And since I have cleaned up my act, like many years ago, I used to be a cocaine addict. Did you know that this year I'm 15 years clean from the old Charlie Barley? Um, I never used to dream and I used to have really shitty sleep patterns. I would take a lot of sleeping tablets, another addiction that I had. Uh, And I know now that it's highly important for me to get a good night's sleep. So that's why I invested in an aura ring to help me track. So I have it on my phone, but I also write it on my calendar. I also write down how my libido is, my energy is, and like literally these are tiny little markers on my calendar that take two seconds every single morning. And then slowly over a period of time, what I'm doing is I'm learning more about myself. I always say to women, right? I say that you know yourself better than anyone else will ever know you. 
You know yourself better than anyone else ever will know you. The thing is that our society, our patriarchal society, treats women as children. And here's the kicker, you let them. You believe people that tell you, oh, I've got the answer to this and you only have to do this and you can get here and I've got the secret formula for, oh, secret formula for this. And here's the quick fix. The thing is, there are no quick fixes to you coming home to you, to you creating a more harmonious relationship to you. You are the one who's got to dig in deep and be prepared to do the work on yourself to get to know yourself. A quote I heard many years ago, women know what to do, but yet they are not well versed in taking action on that because they don't listen to themselves. I did a research project many years ago and I interviewed over 100 women and I asked them about their intuition. I'm like, do you believe in your intuition or do you think you have intuition? And they're like, mm, uh, yes, I think I do. And I'm like, when has your body, because your intuition lies within your body, when did your intuition talk to you and when did you ignore it? Now, 80% of these women, I think we've got 87% of these women that filled in this questionnaire around intuition, they went, ah, oh, I know when I felt it. It was when I was seeing someone I shouldn't have seen and I had this feeling in my gut or my skin or a spider sense or my heart was telling me something or my pelvis was telling me something and I completely ignored it and it was a complete shit show and I should have left way earlier. The thing is that your job, your job as a woman is to tune into your innate intelligence and your innate intelligence lies within your body. It does not lie within your head. Your head has been brainwashed by information, by the patriarchy, how you were brought up, by your peers and all the experiences that you have ever experienced before this moment we are in right now. So your job is to bypass that. This is the work that I do. I guide women past their mind and into their mind and body so they can access their innate intelligence so they can choose what feels good to them, what feels good to, what feels good to them, not what somebody on Instagram says. And I get it, like there's so many people out there and it's good, like we can pick pieces of information up. But the thing is, if we're already, if you're already overloaded, then you don't need to take on any more information. Your job is to start to divest yourself of information, to give yourself more space, more time to contemplate, more time to percolate over life. I actually did a podcast episode with someone today, someone interviewed me, and I, I remembered this little nugget of wisdom. In the 18th century, libraries were built specifically for men where they could go and sit in armchairs, smoke cigarettes, read newspapers, and take the time to contemplate and reflect over life. Now, the women in the 18th century, oh, no, 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 this was not available for them. What they had to do, they had to stay at home, look after the babies, the children, clean the house, do all the cooking, and run around ragged while their gentleman partner relaxed and contemplated life. Now, the thing is, we don't live in the 18th century anymore, yet 
most women who have not agitated and disrupted their conditioning are still carrying this generational lineage of rules and regulations of how to be a woman in 2023. I urge you, it's not an invitation, I urge you to get to question how you're moving through life, especially if you are a woman who does not value her time and her energy. Your job is to value you. Your job is to value your time. Your job is to value your energy because what I know to be true, as we move through perimenopause, menopause, as we get older and sashay into our 60s, 70s, 80s and 90s, that our energy levels shift and change. I do believe that we can cultivate more energy, but it does mean that we have to become way more precious, way more bounded around how we're spending our energy and time. So let me flip back to tracking. So I've been tracking myself on and off for over 17 odd years. And what I've noticed, because in the last couple of years, I've actually gone through my journals and my calendars and started to reflect back uh, over what I've been writing. And one thing, actually, it's not over the past two years I've reflected back, it's over the last 12 years. One thing that I have seen come up again and again and again and again is I need sleep. I need to sleep eight, nine, 10, 11 hours, sometimes 11, 12 hours. Most of the time it's between nine and 10 hours. If I don't get regular sleep like that, I turn into an absolutely grumpy bitch. And actually, just yesterday, my life is way busier. If you've been listening to me on this podcast, you know that I moved from the UK to Turkey last year. I've created, a, or I am creating a new life for myself here. And most of the time I spend it on my own, in solitude, in a lot of silence, and in my own rhythm. This is something that all midlife women have to learn how to do. You've got to find your own rhythm. And recently, I've had guests come over to stay with me. And then this week has been crazy busy. My sisters come over, my mum and my stepdad are here. And then my dad and my stepmom were meant to be going to Greece and actually their flight was canceled. They went, fuck it, we're gonna come over here too. So they're now here. My brother and his family were here. I had to babysit for my nephew. It has been full on. A consequence of that is when my sleep has been all over the place. Some nights I've slept for four hours, some nights I've slept for eight hours, but it's been broken sleep. I've woken up many, many times. And a consequence of that is that anything that has a weakness on my body, I'm gonna explain this to you, has a weakness on my body, flags up. So I've always had like a little ache in my lower back, but when I get great sleep, when I eat good food, when I go to the gym, when I keep myself to myself, my body just feels so much better, so much happier. I also have a little eye thing going on. And when I get really tired or run down, I get conjunctivitis and my eye swells up. So the other morning after like three or four nights broken sleep, I, my eyes swelled up and I was like, ah, oh, I know what's happening. I'm not getting my sleep. Sleep is so restorative. Sleep is where you replenish your energy. Sleep is where your body repairs and it restores itself. It's so important. So 
I have some really weird and funky sleep habits that I've learned. And also, as I've been tracking my sleep and realizing I need sleep, right at the beginning, let's say 15, 16 years ago, I would like, well, I need loads of sleep. I'm weird. No one else needs this much sleep. So maybe I don't need this much sleep. Take myself back that time that you know 16 17 years ago i was also doing a fucking shitload of charlie i was drinking all the time and i would put myself into a chemically induced sleep so i'd always take sleeping tablets i was addicted to those bad boys for probably three or four years till my doctor said you can't have them anymore um so the thing is i i started to realize sleep really helps me i wake up i'm more refreshed some mornings i'm not you know life is chaotic life's uncertain we never know what's going to come around the corner when we wake up in the morning but the for the majority of the time when i get a good night's sleep my hours eight to nine to ten hours sleep i tend to move through the world way more easily way more fluidly there's a grace about me i have a certain sense of sass uh i was gonna say a certain sense of style yeah i'm styling life out more when i get my sleep when i don't get my sleep i my body flags up various ailments the ailments are never the problems they're the symptoms of something deeper this is why i do what i do i love digging underneath because women think that the problem the symptom is the problem i'm like no 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 it's never the problem there's always something underlying we've got to backtrack 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 and you know for me like shifting my life changing how i showed up in showing up in life I've learned that it is all the nuances that we've got to take a magnifying glass to and really look at so we can understand ourselves at a deep level, understand who we are and why we do the things we do. So I think by now you're getting it. You're getting that sleep for me is my number one life elixir. It's my number one life elixir. So I have some really funky, strange, weird sleeping habits and I'm going to share them with you now. So today's an exception because it's a heavy work day today and I'm working right now. It's about 8.30 p.m. Now, normally I would have clocked off from my computer around 7 p.m. I literally, it's a, it's a ceremonious slam of the iMac lid down. I'm like, we're done, or the Mac lid down, we're done. I shut it down and I'm like, no more. I then tend, and so my evening cuts off quite early, like 7, 7.30, I'm done with work. Uh, sometimes I sit outside because the weather is whew, getting, getting hot here. So I sit out and, and listen to the birds and just kind of enjoy the balmy evenings. Then I would always have a shower. I miss my bath, so I don't have a bath here, but I miss my shower. Um, I miss my bath, so I have a shower. And I have this kind of beauty routine where I shave and I clean myself in the shower. And sometimes I put face masks on. And I always gua sha my face every morning, every evening. Uh, I really do feel like that's helping the lymphatic drainage and also kind of just I think it's changing the shape of my body weirdly enough as well. So 
I then put myself to bed and I'm normally in bed between 9 and 10 p.m. at night. I don't watch TV. One of the things that I have definitely let go of whilst I'm in Turkey is watching TV. I'm not interested in it. What I found was when I watched TV, it stimulated my brain and it interrupted my sleep my REM sleep now now the REM sleep is your dream sleep and I truly believe and I'm there's research out there that your subconscious your subconscious is like this massive filing system so I want to be able to give my subconscious a lot of space and time to be able to go into its rightful place where it can file everything away in its rightful place if I watch something stimulating on TV something you know even you I don't know, like a reality TV program or something with action or violence, it interrupts and it messes up my dreams. I'm not here for that. <laughs> I've learned that a long time ago. And also it takes me a longer time to sleep. So I tend to read a book. Again, I'm very picky on my books. I don't tend to read books about murder or anything that, you know, trauma or sexual abuse. I don't want to read about that. I want to read about frothy, fancy, light things that just are really easy to read and I can drift off. I then, I probably read for about half an hour to an hour. Um, I take do I take at night? I take a magnesium shot at the moment because what I'm finding is I'm getting cramps. I haven't figured that out yet. Um, but if I do exercise in the gym and I put some salt on my tongue every morning, I drink like three to five liters of water every day. I'm sweating bullets right now in Turkey. It's so fucking hot. But I think that I probably need to stretch a little bit more. So, but the magnesium is, is helping my cramps. I also was taking a CBD gummy, but I can only get those in America and I've run out, so I don't take those anymore. Uh, and I also take some herbal, really healthy, like natural herbal tablets to help my colon just cleanse itself overnight so I can poop in the morning. Like that's one of my big things. I need to be able to poop in the morning and eliminate my shit. I don't want to hold on to shit. I don't want to hold on to my shit. So having a really good digestive system is highly important to me. I then go to sleep. Some nights, most of the nights, I sleep and I sleep well. The nights I don't sleep well, I do not pick my phone up. Oh, the other thing is I I'm put my phone, like 9 p.m., I put my phone to the side and I don't tend to touch my phone. Because again, once I'm on TikTok or Instagram, TikTok really, I'm scrolling and I'm getting involved and three hours later, I'm like, what the fuck? I've fallen down a rabbit hole and I can't get myself back out. So I don't look at my phone before I go to bed. It's too much stimulus. So if I have a shitty night's sleep and I wake up, I don't go on my phone. I don't even open my eyes. I just talk to myself really nicely. I'm like, okay, you've woken up, no problem. Let's just think about some things. And you know, you know, if you spend any time with your brain, your mind, it go, it's like a freaking monkey farm up there. It's all over the place. So I'll start thinking about something and something else will come in and something else come in. And so I just go, okay, just let it go, let it go. And so I'm really talking to myself as my own BFF, my best friend that wants, that knows sleep is her number one life elixir. I'll probably end up drifting off. And what I'm learning is 
you know, those bad nights. I just go with it, go with, roll with the punches. I went on HRT last year and before HRT, I was getting a little bit of night sweats. I don't get, tend to get a lot of night sweats now, uh, but if I drink alcohol, oh, it's game over for me and my body. I cannot sleep. My heart rate is elevated. My heart rate variability is all over the place and I sweat my tits off. So I am have to do another podcast on this, but many years ago, 2015, I taught myself how not to be an alcoholic. So, cause I always knew I still wanted to be able to drink. Um, so the thing is when I do have a drink that I've got to take, I've got to roll with the punches. I know that it's going to interrupt my sleep and I try and I still do endeavor. It's a better word than try. I endeavor to drink a shitloads of water, shitloads of water before I go to bed. I normally need to go for a pee once or twice a night. No problem. Just get up, go straight back to sleep. Morning time. I normally wake up between seven and eight. Um, I have a schedule that is my schedule. This is what I've always wanted. I've been plotting, planning, uh, you know, my cunning plan for my own little mini world domination in my world was to have a life where I didn't have to get up if I didn't want to and I could do what I wanted to do. But what I'm finding is I'm more of an, a morning person than an evening person. Morning time, I do like to get up early. So sometimes I do wake up at six, but most of the time it's seven and eight. I will, oh, I forgot to tell you what I do when I go to bed. Right, so before I go to bed, I wear my mouth guard in to protect my turkey teeth. I tape my mouth shut with surgical tape because I have been playing around and experimenting with that. And when I take my mouth shut, I get a much better night's sleep. I breathe through my nose instead of my mouth and I've stopped snoring. Can I get a hell yes or even an amen on that? I also wear earplugs at night because I'm a super light sleeper and I don't want anything waking myself up. So I'm preempting anything. Morning, I wake up, my alarm goes off. I've got a nice alarm that wakes me up, nothing too jarring. I take the tape off my mouth, I take the earplugs out, I take my mouth guard out, and then I go in and I wash my face, do all my beauty things, do my gua sha again on my face, and then, what do I do then? Oh, then I take my morning supplements, I'm thinking, shit, what are these? Pre-probiotics, collagen, I take a high blood pressure med, which I'm gonna wean myself off of because I'm much fitter and healthier now. Uh, I'm looking over to the side, what else I take? I take a vitamin D capsule. You would have thought being in Turkey, I'll get shitloads of vitamin D, but the doctor said, no, you need to take a vitamin D. Vitamin D. Here's a little snippet for you. Did you know that your skin receptors um, literally, we need to get in the sun and because they, absorb vitamin D. Oh, do you know what? I feel like I'm not really giving the truth to this little bit of information or there's more to it, but that's the reason why we need to go out and because it really helps our circadian rhythm and it really helps us to, well, it helps our sleep. Again, sunshine helps our sleep. Then what I tend to do is I uh, drink, I always make myself like a tonic. So at the moment I'm crushing up in my blender turmeric, ginger, shitloads of lemons, black pepper and garlic. And so I take a shot of that in the morning and then I have my cup of coffee and I sit in silence 
and I do my work. My brain is way more receptive in the morning. I can think, I can piece things together. No one's fucking interrupting my space. The other thing that I would say before I even get out of bed and the alarm's gone off, I will sit in bed looking at the ceiling, just staring at the ceiling and just contemplating life and just ruminating over my dreams. I'm not sure about you, but years ago I used to have a dream book. And so if I dreamt like my hair was falling out or I cut my toenails or something weird, or I saw an elephant or I was stepped in shit, I'm like, oh my God, I need to read my dream book. But now it's like, I don't use anything to decipher my dreams. What I do is I take some time to reflect if I remember my dreams and go, I wonder what the deeper meaning of that is because, and this is how I'm gonna end this little podcast episode, is because sleep, as I've already said, is a time for us to replenish and restore our energy. And also it's a time for your subconscious to file away all that nonsense that is taken on on board during the day. Before I go to sleep at night, if I feel like I've had a heavy day, I will literally get my hands around my head and sweep everything off and just go you can go now i don't need to carry that into my sleep you can you can go if there's something i need answering a question i'm not sure what to do and what i'm learning to do is not make snap decisions or fuck it decisions anymore it's like i'm all about the long game so i will go what's the best answer for this please my subconscious find the answers and my and nine times out of ten the answers will tend to find me in good timing. Sometimes they find me the next morning, normally they find me like a week or two weeks later or three days later. Uh, The thing is, I wanna make sure that I clear the decks and my subconscious can file everything away at night and that my dreams can do their job of sorting through everything inside so I get my night's sleep and so I can wake up and not be a fucking grumpy bitch and snarl at everyone. I do quite like being a grumpy bitch and snarling at everyone. (laughs) I make myself laugh. So sleep is my number one life elixir. I'm no longer doubting it. I'm no longer second guessing it. I'm embracing it. And for me, I'm cultivating a life where I can get my sleep on every single day. I really hope this has helped you. If you have any questions, anything arises, then come on over, come on, spit it out, star. Come on over to Instagram, Ms. Star Monroe. Come and follow me and slide into my DMs and ask me any questions. And I'm more than happy to dive into this some more. Whatever you're doing, wherever you are, I'm sending you so much love. Until next time, bye-bye.